Hi, I'm Patrick Coleman. And I'm Kitty Coleman. And this is Digging Diggin Bones. Bones. Ooh. We were a little off. That's okay. Yeah, you went way slower than you didn't practice around. <laughs> we'll introduce ourselves um you probably know us uh but we're a uh husband and wife couple who are writing a mystery together mm-hmm. um an as yet untitled uh mystery novel and um i kind of like mickey mysteries mickey mysteries yeah all right we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it <laughs> workshop exactly uh and uh, this is a podcast where we uh, are are using some of our our precious leisure time to uh, watch every episode, maybe every episode of Bones. I mean, what am I? I don't know what the future holds. Right. But we're starting at episode one. I mean, that's the starting point. So if you haven't watched Bones in a while, or if you've never watched Bones and you want to get into it, um, you know watch episode one before you listen to the rest of this and then and then talk with us if you don't care about bones i think we'll still be able to you know entertain you with um Mm -hmm. with with bonesy insights patrick why'd we choose bones uh other than the awesome name digging bones we chose bones because it's a show that you have been a long time fan of right I'm not super passionate. I don't wanna, that's I don't our know cat I... sneezing in the background. Sorry. <laughs> he has allergies. Um, I'm a fan. Like, yeah. I've watched every episode. So I guess yeah. I... But, like, I'm not a right to the Dashnell gal type of fan. Yeah. Looking for autographs. Oh, you're not, you're not writing to Emily Dashnell, who is Bones. Right. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what got you into the show? Um... I think I was out of Datelines. Yeah. I'd seen all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I kind of just like crime stuff. But you've been watching it forever. Like, you've been, it feels like you've been watching it for as long as I've known you, that you've been a fan of this show. Probably. I mean, it was on around the time. Uh, yeah, so Bones is, I think we should... I when think we should talk air? a little bit about uh, Bones. It uh, premiered September 13th, 2005. Oh, so, yeah. And it, We met in Deuce Double O Deuce. Right. And the last episode was aired um, March 28th, 2017. Wow, that's a strong run. Yeah, it's a long run. Very, very long um, run. I didn't get um, into it right away because we didn't have a working TV. So right for a while we didn't. Yeah. That so it must I must have gotten into it later. Yeah. Was it in my? Um, was it when I had a baby? Might have been. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we were nursing and stuff, that's yeah. when I got into it. When you had that, that baby. Yeah. Well, you know, you had a lot of sitting around time when you're nursing. So I think that's where it started. And then it became escapism. And Bones is, if you don't, if you don't know much about it, or if you haven't seen it in a while, it's, um, they call it a crime procedural. And they also call it a a comedy drama, (laughs) a dramedy, if you will, Uh. which I... You know, it's got That's its, a reach. You know, it's got its funny parts, uh, I guess. But you know, there's uh, there's a lot of brooding, a lot of brooding in Bones. Yeah, there is a lot of brooding. I don't think that it's necessarily funny. I feel like that's. I mean, we did laugh sure. when we watched this episode. Yeah, we did. So I guess there's that. <laughs> but it seemed unintentional, like <laughs> what we were laughing at. So. Well, um, let's let's talk a little bit about the creator of Bones. Yes, let's. The, the creator I've... of Bones is a woman named Kathy uh, Kathy Rikes, 
And part of this is is sort of why this show dovetails in with, with our project. Because Kathy Reichs is a mystery novelist. But for her day job, for her main gig, uh, she is a forensic anthropologist and is was, in fact, one of the first working forensic anthropologists out there in the world. Um, she graduated to say, was she? Uh, no, she just said she's an adjunct professor right now at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Um, uh, she did graduate Northwestern University in 1975 she uh completed her phd in physical anthropology so kathy reichs before she became an author she traveled around a lot she's very interested in um uh, human rights issues so she's worked a lot around the world um just using, like bones yeah using her forensic anthropologist skills to you know uncover genocide mm-hmm. Um, to uh, uncover war crimes. Um, That's very much where her interest is. But she has also made it into... um, She's also made it into some pretty high-profile court cases, actually, recently. Hmm. Well, recently, in 2011. Patrick made air quotes. BT (laughs) tips. Recently, in 2011, she... Uh, was an expert witness in the Casey Anthony case. Whoa, you um, hate that girl. Where she did a skeletal analysis on uh, Casey Anthony's daughter, Kaylee, um, but couldn't find out uh, what the cause of death was. But she said there was no evidence of abuse mm. uh, from from Casey Anthony. or And the child appeared to be well-nourished. Mm-hmm. So... She has been around, and, and uh, a lot of this professional work has gone into her her books, mm-hmm. which are about Temperance, mm-hmm. uh, Temperance Brennan. Temperance Brennan. A.K.A. Bones. So is here's my question. Yeah. Is, is Kathy a genius? Because Temperance clearly is. I think it was mentioned five or six times in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if Kathy is. But here's the interesting twist. Now, this blew both of our minds when we discovered this. Mm-hmm. Kathy Reichs writes a writes the book series right. that includes Bones. In the television show, Bones writes a mystery series. Right. Now, we didn't learn it in this episode, mm-hmm. but it, the main character of Bones is... Right books is a character named kathy reichs yeah that's bonkers <laughs> so there's this like really that... weird you know like alternate reality thing happening like i mean is it a lack of creativity or is it self-obsession is it maybe it's just we're all living in the <gasps> in world Kathy's. that bones <laughs> is writing or is it Kathy who's writing it? Who's the author it's the, of our it's lives? It's a simulation. I'm oh going to say Bones is the author of our Really? Well, perhaps. But maybe God. maybe that's reality. Oh, my God. And my mind is blown. <laughs> so, uh... <gasps> I mean, so... whoever isn't saying they're a genius six times is the right. one that I want to be in charge <laughs> of the reality. Because, okay. like, calm your tits, man. Yeah. It's probably I, I would say Kathy probably doesn't probably doesn't own that as much as as Bones does. I mean, I know they were just trying to establish. Sure. You know, they did do the martial arts yeah, a couple of times. Of like usually, that's just maybe yeah one per episode. Right. They, they it was heavy yeah. this first episode and <laughs> Kathy. So, now, it, Kathy Reichs does. Do you know if she's a mar- is Kathy a martial arts expert? I don't, you know, it doesn't say on her Wikipedia page, I'm not a Kathy Reichs expert, but reading her <laughs> Wikipedia page, yeah, does that say that she is a, um, a martial, a martial arts, uh, expert. So, I mean, she might, she might well be, but, uh, she also wrote several, uh, episodes of Bones. Mm-hmm. And as we get to those, we'll, we'll talk we'll about which probably ones call she wrote. Them out. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So this episode, though, uh, episode one of season one, the pilot mm-hmm. episode of Bones. Uh-huh. Did it have a name? I didn't. I think it's just pilot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. Be more conscious of that next time. So this this one sort of establishes all the players. Right. Um, and we'll just go over a quick a quick plot synopsis. Uh, we meet uh, Temperance Brennan, a.k.a. Right. Bones, mm-hmm. who is flying back from Guatemala. Right. Um, a place where Kathy Reichs worked uh, uh, quite extensively, um, uncovering genocide there. Mm-hmm. Uh, working on in mass graves in right. particular. Um, Bones, you... Bones mentions this. Right. Right when she comes back. Do so. you think Kathy brought a skull back in her carry-on? I don't. I don't. <laughs> So, so because I just don't think that you would do that. Like I would think, if you wanted to bring no. the skull back, you would want to protect it a little bit more yeah, than ship it. just putting it in a canvas bag. How would you? How would you ship a uh, a skull? Well, I mean, it's more about the crating it that you I'm worried would, about. You would crate it. Well, or box it and yeah. maybe put some peanuts around it, and yeah. you know. Protect it. You know what? I would probably like put it in an igloo cooler and then wrap it in duct tape. Why even? I mean, I guess that's <laughs> plastic and shit. Know. But I mean, but if you wrap it in how... duct tape and you're doing a carry-on, you're screwed. They're going to r- ruin all of your packaging. Yeah, but isn't that how they like, isn't that how they ship hearts and stuff? Yeah, but that's <laughs> needs to remain viable. <laughs> okay. That's why it's cold. They need to keep it cold. Okay. Like you put, if you chop your finger off, you put it on ice. Right, yeah. To slow down the decomposition. Right, okay. This is already decomposed. It you is don't need decomposed. to save that. Yeah. But you do, don't want to, and what you don't want to do is maybe have a federal marshal smash it on the ground right, exactly. in the airport. So Bones is picked up immediately by Homeland Security, mm-hmm. um, and this is where we meet her um, partner in crime, uh, Special Agent Celie Booth right. from the FBI, who's mm-hmm. had her detained. Uh, we find out so that he can, so that he can talk to her. Uh, this is his way of, of dick sort of, swinging is what he's doing, sort of trapping her yeah. because. Uh, Celie Booth has a case that he wants uh, Brennan to work with him mm-hmm. on, and that is the case of a body that is found in a pond in a cemetery, uh, National Cemetery, uh, and Arlington. Arlington. <laughs> Jeez. You know that one. And uh, <laughs> and it's it it's turns out to be the body of a young woman. Uh, who may or may not have been murdered by a senator. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the case that is unwrapped. And uh, as we uh, go through that case, we meet all of the denizens of the Jeffersonian, mm-hmm. and uh, a.k.a. the quote-unquote squints. Yeah. And uh, we just sort of establish characters. Yeah. Um. So, Celie, yeah. if you're not aware, is Angel. Yes, Angel. Good old and, David um, Boreans. Uh, you know, at least in this first episode, he's very Angel-esque. You know, I think... Let's see. If this is 2005, I don't, I don't, he had some time between Angel mm-hmm. and Bones. Yeah. But he's very... Still... Still brooding. Yeah. He hasn't gone into therapy. Quite a brooding guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like him, though. You know, he's he's a very, very solid, you know, working actor. Yeah. Yeah. Probably very reliable on set. So we have Celie and Bones sort of there. They don't meet cute for the first time. They are argumentative yeah right out of the gate well they have no respect for each other none 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 and this is this comes to the heart of it right because booth is a cop Mm -hmm. uh temperance is a scientist right and we have this you know this weird 
I, I don't know. It seems like it seems so forced. Why do we have to have cops versus scientists? I don't know. Why don't is they, there is a versus? Why not? They they both have ask colleagues. questions. Yeah, just right. Work together, guys. And they're trying to get to the bottom of something. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. One of you any... can do better at one thing, and the other can do better at another. So right. Like just let each other do your job. Why right. we got to fight about it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, I could see from his point of view why she's super annoying because right. I mean. Yeah, we get it. You're a genius. Right. So his perspective is that scientists who are in the lab don't know anything about real life. Right. They're not connected to people's emotions. Mm-hmm. It's just all hard data. Data can't tell you a story. Mm-hmm. But a cop is in front of them, looking them in the eyes, Feeling asking the, the questions. Gut. Yeah, detecting the lies. Celia's huge on his gut. He is huge on his gut. Yeah. But um, he has a very flat tummy, so it's not about his beard got right and that's that's where that squints comes in right like he yeah. he everybody who's a scientist is a squint because they squinted things right and it seems and then they like, can't see beyond the squint right they can't see their periphery Maybe. and it seems like this is an fbi wide uh tip epithet used mm-hmm. because Seely's director even uses the word squints yeah. Yeah, they all have a chip on their shoulder. Right. It's probably because all the squints are geniuses. <laughs> really? Never heard that. <laughs> all right. I'll let it go. Well, I'm not going to let it go because I do have a PSA for later. But yeah, I'll let it go for now. <laughs> so they bring the body. They, they get the body from the uh, uh, from the cemetery, Arlington National Cemetery. And they bring it to the Jeffersonian. And this is, this is where we really get into Bones's team right and we have the players are uh right now in the first season are zach uh played by eric milligan we have uh angela who is um michaela callan and technically we we meet her first before everybody absolutely and her breasts yes yes and her breasts (laughs) which I just want to know from our listeners, female listeners or male listeners who choose to wear that kind of foundation garment, um, who the hell wears a bustier for day wear? Like, that's, we don't. We, <laughs> I mean, I've never met anyone Angela does. I know. <laughs> and it, it questions, it makes me question her good judgment. And we also have um, Hodgins, who is TJ Tyne. He's the he's the insect guy. And I have a crush on Hodgins. I mean, I love you insects, know, he's so cute. that's part of it. And then, yeah, he's, he's and he's just cute. He's yeah. a snack. <laughs> well, he's really short too, so that's, <laughs> a snack is perfect. And um, so, when we were watching this first episode, you had some strong reactions to Zach. Oh, well, I do have strong reactions to Zach, but that's because I know what happens. Because you know what happens. I know, yeah. And this one, he seems like Sorry, a pretty... Sorry, spoiler alert, guys. He seems like a fairly easygoing, yep. you know, you know, kind of kind of annoying up-and-comer, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have can... a lot of tact. Yeah, but he Calls can... the body a soaker. He can take, he can take the criticism, though. Sure. He's working on two PhDs. Yep. Yeah, you know, and he's the he's really the assistant of the group, right? He's not the assistant of the group. He's Temperance's Temperance's assistant. just Temperance's yeah. assistant. And uh, Hodgins does a little bit of his insect stuff. We find out he's a he's a conspiracy conspiracy theorist. He's a conspiracy theorist. So he when it when it comes out that maybe a senator killed this girl, he's mm-hmm. like. He's like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. You know, that's what these guys do. Right. And also, Monica Lewinsky was a Russian mole. <laughs> yes, she was. You didn't know. <laughs> oh my god! So some crazy I mean, stuff there. You learn a lot when you watch Bones. Yeah. Um, but just circling back to Hutchins real quick. Yeah. He's also, the soil guy. He's oh, he's the soil guy. Bugs and soil. Bugs and soil. There you go. And and pollen. Like I don't think you consider. Pollen soil, but right? Maybe you do under yeah. that 
the umbrella of that education. I don't know, but anyway. oh, pa- I would I would say it was. You would okay. Yeah. So you didn't have to get a separate degree for pa- no, one. probably right. not. Right? It's all earth sciences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of. Sure. Well, I mean, one's <laughs> biology, but um, <laughs> maybe both are biology. And um, I want to come back to Angela because Angela. Angela introduces us to one of the main characters of this series that comes back and back again and again. And originally, when I first saw this series back in the early 2000s... Back in the early aughts. It annoyed the shit out of me. This this supercomputer that as of oh, this you episode... you hated this. One. This is was, why you wouldn't watch that, it with it, me. It was. Why I would not watch it. Yeah, the supercomputer. every like, time they turn on this holographic computer... Golden sparkly holographic. golden sparkles, and they recreate the victim, and yeah. they have all these animations, and back, you know, what, geez, almost 20 years ago... Mm-hmm. Um, it was just that was like a it was stupid it it, it was stupid to there even was believe. no kind of technology like that right. in the world yeah. it just wasn't it wasn't anywhere near possible at the time mm-hmm. i have to say that watching it now it is plausible right and what's wild to me is what used to annoy me so much about that computer. Mm-hmm. I can look at now and I could be like, yeah, they're probably really close to actually doing that. Yeah. Which is which is nuts. So does art imitate life or does life imitate art? I would say I would say you know, it's like Star Trek presented a lot of stuff. But the thing about Star Trek was it was set in the future, right? We right. we caught up to Star Trek. Right. But Bones was set in the present, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't sort of have that kind of juice. Like, right. If it were set in the future, when I watched it originally, I probably mm-hmm. would have been like, oh, yeah, that would be cool. Well, and, and then I, when this happened, I would have been like, oh, yeah, Bones predicted that a long time ago. Right. And what a, a such a elite group of people use equipment that the artist in the group just designed that's right so her genius is is art and creativity yeah computers right like she's we learn i think eventually Mm -hmm. that computers are her are her jam right but that's not how she started she starts just as an artist artist. we'll find out that later in the in the series but and it's it's um it's that I mean that's kind of how they bring the artist into the the sciences, mm-hmm. right? But I mean they all have to be weirdos, nerds right. of some degree. Do you know what I love what? is how they used all of those baby heads to symbolize that she's an artist. <laughs> that's right. Because I think we all know every artist that we've ever known has a baby head, and they think they're awesome. <laughs> if you baby doll heads, not real baby. Yeah, heads. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If you if you look at Angela's desk, she has a stack of baby doll heads mm-hmm. for. No reason. No reason. But this computer, this supercomputer can render victims. It can show skull structure and yeah. ethnicity. It can show fights. It can show fights, which it does a lot. Yeah. Um, so you can see the angle of the swing. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the entry of the, of the knife. Right. You know, things like that. And while we're not there yet, like we're, there's, there's a couple of things about this that I think can happen now. Like they... They can do holographic projections, you know, mm-hmm. either on on glass. Um, they can do them digitally. Obviously, if you're watching a, a, a television program, there was that uh, hologram gimmick for a while in news oh, uh-huh. uh, in news coverage. Um, they have uh, uh, like mist matrices, like like water mist that mm-hmm. they can project into and right. create pretty good uh, pretty good holograms. If you have a fast enough computer, you could render those 3D things pretty mm-hmm. easily. So this is actually pretty plausible. Mm-hmm. And even the photorealistic quality, like mm-hmm. I was playing with a program um, the other day trying to figure out what Mickey looks like, our, our character from, from our book. Uh-huh. And I was using a program called MetaHuman, um, which is released by Unreal Engine, a 
a company which makes Fortnite, which our son plays a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm tuning out. <laughs> but Unreal Engine, you can make these these amazingly photorealistic humans um, and do it pretty quickly, really. And that's that was one of the things when I was watching this. I was like, oh man, I was just doing that basically. I was doing mm-hmm. I was reconstructing a person. I just wasn't using uh, a base of bones mm-hmm. to to do it. So. Well, so I'm, say, I'm, I'm there. I mean, I'm, I'm with it This real growth for you because I'm not even <laughs> kidding you guys. He refused to watch this program because of that feature. It irritated him so much. It really did, though. Yeah. It did. So, yeah, personal growth. Um, <laughs> for the win. <laughs> so all of these folks band together and um, we eventually solve the mystery. Yeah. The mystery in this one is not, doesn't feel like much of a head scratcher. You know, it can't really take center stage because. Well, we've got all this work of. We got to meet building relationships, right? We got to we got to get these relationships going. Mm -hmm. Um, So the the murder in this one is sort of like, you know, there's there's a, we have a pretty good clue, um, but you know, there's no. There's no big twist. Mm-hmm. We're given the three suspects what at the beginning. What is that big clue? Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, three the three suspects, you know, and one of them is going to be it, right. basically. So when it turns out to be Ken, the assistant to the senator, right. who killed the senator's lover mm-hmm. because, she was, uh, because she was pregnant. Right. And his motive apparently was he killed her because the senator would have lost his job and thus he would have lost his job. I mean, but do they? How often do they lose their job for <laughs> we can see. having sex for an intern? I mean, Bill Clinton. In the, uh, uh. In the, in the you know, looking back in history, I think that I feel like I mean, Google that stuff, right? Yeah. Is has any senator ever actually lost their job for having an affair with an intern? I don't know. I mean, one of the Kennedys, like he killed his lover driving off a, a right. cliff. So. And he stayed in office. Sure did. So, like, you know, not not really that realistic. Right. And we actually don't know if the senator is going to lose his job. Right. Since when is a scandal kicked somebody out of office? We've got somebody who lied about everything in office right now, and he's still there. Right. His education, his religion, everything. Absolutely everything. You're talking about Santos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. He's still there. Still sitting there. Yep. It's fine. Uh, So what is i think more core to this is is uh establishing those relationships and as we know from bones we have quite a bit of um love triangles Mm -hmm. squares Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dodecahedrons what's a dodecahedron it's a lot of a lot of angles i'm a genius No, but seriously, you're going to have to show me one later. I've never heard of a dodecahedron. I don't know how many it has. Have you, it's just a fun you, word to say, though. Yeah, where'd you get it? I just, I've said dodecahedron before. Bullshit. <laughs> you have never said dodecahedron, and I have never heard it. It's my come catchphrase. Out of anyone else's mouth. Sometimes I'm just like, dodecahedron. I mean, I admittedly slept a lot through ge- geometry, but No. <laughs> I, I, I believe you that it's real, but I don't think you've ever said it out loud. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe I'll start saying a lot now. We'll find out how many angles it has before you start spewing it. <laughs> so... Maybe try to figure out how to draw one. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where, where we don't, we know, I know where a lot of these sort of relationships wind up mm-hmm. right. um i'm hoping that you can help me establish like w- what they are every episode mm-hmm. you know and i think 
This one is pretty... What, where the tension lies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, in the, I can give you the example in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, one example. There was probably more. I wasn't looking for them, but now I know it's my job. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be your job. We don't have to fall into, like, standard gender roles here. <laughs> it can be my job God, if you want it to I didn't be. even think that that would be a gender role thing. But okay. I guess ro- ladies love romance. Um... <laughs> We could trade off. Actually, Patrick, though, in our relationship is the romantic one. And I'm <laughs> right, like, I know, that's so the cold. Thing. <laughs> but anyway, in this episode, um, when they're in the shooting gallery, mm-hmm. he does this thing where it's like a cop interrogation technique where he gets way too disgustingly close. Yeah. See, that's why I'm not the romantic one. Like... But they're making it seem like they're so close. They go, oh my God, are they going to kiss? But they hate each other and they haven't even established yeah, they're that. they're so angry at each yeah. other. Yeah. They haven't established that. Uh, they haven't gotten that far at all. They're right. still super hate Yeah, yeah. But the angle is all about foreshadowing sure. that romance. Sure. All I could think about... And the fact that she doesn't push him disgustingly away. Like, I can smell your lunch. Take a step back. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, they could definitely... You're so close. Look, I... I've been with you a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're celebrating 15 years. 15 years. um, This week. Yep. And... Um, Happy anniversary, baby. I don't don't recognize your, your breath, really. (laughs) <laughs> like as a thing. Well, I've I have good dental hygiene. <laughs> I floss, is I water where, pick. Is this where you come back and be like, well, I recognize your breath all the well, time? Well, no, I don't recognize your breath all the time. I'm just saying, like, but with a stranger, yeah. Who's oh, you that pick that close. Up. You pick it up. Real you're gonna, with it, a... you know, all your senses are firing. Right. right. And just having those two, like right there yeah against it made each me other. very uncomfortable i really wanted to push Ooh. him like i don't want to breathe your exhale right step back yeah gross totally gross yeah and it's just ve- a very aggressive dude thing to do well i mean i know it's a like cop that. procedure like oh, when okay. they're trying to get you've seen it on our other yeah. murder shows where yeah. they get their chair super close sure to intimidate you yeah yeah that's that's true i mean i i didn't think of it as that as like a cop move oh it's totally a cop move okay yeah Yeah, but then when you put your arm up to prevent her from leaving right that's even worse no but she's totally comfortable with it probably because she's an expert in like martial arts and she could she could get out of it super easy but what she's not an expert in Mm -hmm. and what she hates is psychology. psychology. And mm-hmm. and we hear this time and time again. Almost as temperance. much as the other thing yeah. that I wasn't going to mention anymore. Um, do you think it's because her ex was a psychologist? Oh, was Pete a psychologist? He seems like it because he immediately well, he was definitely launches into... psychoanalyzing her. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I wonder if that's part of why she's like... It's a self yeah. I mean... Well, that and maybe part of her backstory, she was 15 when her parents right. went missing. Mm-hmm. So um, people have probably been trying to psychoanalyze her her right. whole life, which could get super annoying. Right. Yeah. And at 15, we don't learn like if she was placed in like Child Protective Services Not or in this like episode, that. but we so, do find out later. So, you know, obviously she was probably scrutinized. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be a reason why she mm-hmm. doesn't like it. Yeah. Uh, like like the soft silence science of, of uh, psychology. Oh, but silence is the way to combat the soft science. <laughs> it's, it's true. Just in case you guys don't like your psychoanalyst, <laughs> just don't say anything. You're so full of wisdom. <laughs> such, a, such a wise wife. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to serve a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's just the start of the romance. I'm looking forward as we're going through to to see um, 
to see what else develops. Yeah. Um, some of the things that are established in this episode are the emotional folk song montage. Right. Yeah. Now, I had recognized this in the later seasons that we watched together. Mm-hmm. You when know, you got over yourself. That there was, yeah, that there was a... But they also changed the the, what, the computer program later. Right, they did. Um, they, they have this sort of emotional folk song, usually pop, pop folk, soft so folk song. Mm-hmm. And... I recognize that pattern, but I did not realize it starts all the way in oh, yeah. episode one. Yeah. I mean, they're consistent. And the song for episode one is Collide by Howie Day. Do you remember anything about Howie Day? I remember that song. I know the song, too. The song is very familiar. The name doesn't ring a bell at all. Right. So, so it must have just been... Howie Day, maybe a... A little bit of a one-hit wonder. Maybe. I mean, back in the early aughts, we were still listening to, like, actual radio. Yeah. So. It's possible somebody will listen to this and be, like, the the biggest Howie Day fan. Right. And they're like, how dare you? Well, hey, you know what? Collide Collide was one of his lesser works. (laughs) Let us know. Please correct us if uh, Howie Day. Send us all the best Howie Day songs. Super huge. Um, yeah, you know, if you've got them on vinyl, Patrick would really like that. So. Sure, yeah. I need more Howie Day <laughs> And I will never be able to find it in the collection, and I'll never listen to it. Um, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll chronicle that. You know what we should do is we should have a Spotify playlist of, <laughs> of Bones songs. And what are we going to do with that? I don't know. Just listen to it. <laughs> Have it out there for people to listen to. You know what I'm in the mood for today? Montage folk. <laughs> Montage folk. I think I'm gonna go with that instead of That's my old gonna... babes. Okay, there is gonna be a Spotify playlist. It's gonna be called Montage Folk. <laughs> and that's it. It's happening. Oh it's happening. <laughs> can't wait for our first road trip once you make that um one thing i wanted to do with this uh, along with talking about the plot and the the weirdness mm-hmm. um you know like the way the way angela just kind of like dashes off what her super magic computer can do right also booth is very much on my side about magic computer yeah, but he immediately changed his tune when he put his little fingers in the gold. Yeah. <laughs> in the gold just... twinkles. And he's like, you got to admit, that's pretty cool. It's you pretty did cool. not get it's there until cool. like season four. Right. So <laughs> right. I'd say Booth was an earlier adapter. Right. And uh, and she just dashes, dashes off the description. Um, I wish I'd recorded audio of it because I would, I would uh, splice it in here. Um but uh, we also want to talk about uh, the science because I think both of us, um, you know, we're very curious people. For sure. We're very learning-oriented people. Mm-hmm. And so as we go through this, I think there's a lot of good science that, that they, they drop, a lot of good information, mm-hmm. um, and we can explore it a little bit together. And this episode Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the big the big clue was um about diatomaceous earth yep and i'm a huge fan of this stuff you guys kitty where have you used diatomaceous earth well i have used it in the garden um well specifically very close to our house Mm -hmm. we had made um a mistake of putting a wood pile very close to our house because right. we thought it would be super cool to be able to open the window and grab a piece of wood um, for our fire inside, which it was super cool for mm-hmm. a moment. And then the ants came. Right. Um, so that's where I used it for the first time. I've also used it on slugs, actually, mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for loving it so much because it's really a torturous way for the creatures to die. Yeah. 
um, it's chopped up. It's not oyster shells, but it's no. sea creature shells. What kind is it? It's not chopped up. Okay. That's the interesting thing. Okay, tell me more. Um, diatomaceous earth, um, also called diatomite. Okay. Keep that in your mind. That's going to be... Is that useful? That's going to be important later. Mm. Um, diatomite, it's also known as sea light, or if you're German, mm. because a German discovered it, turns out, gotcha. it's... Kiesliger. Kiesliger. And I don't know how to speak German, so I probably totally murdered that. Um, what it is, they they qualify it as a rock. They say mm-hmm. it's a, a, a silly, silice, it sounds like salacious, but it's siliceous. Right. Siliceous sedimentary, sedimentary rock mm-hmm. that... Um, is sort of an off-white uh, powder. It's made from uh, when diatoms. They, when they when they find it, is it a is it clumped together or is it always oh, it is is a powder? Together. Okay. Yeah, I think it is clumped so together. It's a, and I do think they need to to crumble to it. To crumble it. Okay. Um, but it's made out of diatoms, which are so I'd these imagine though I don't know fossilized, hard shelled microalgae so they're not they're not sea creatures per Mm -hmm. se they're there's microalgae is is how they're they're classified did you say they were diodes diatomes diatomes yeah and diatomes have you ever seen like a full like a like a regular diatome not that i'm aware they're gorgeous oh yeah they're gorgeous i'm going to show you a picture um, and I know this is an auditory. Google it, friends. Google diatomes, and you have these beautiful pictures. Can you see them? Oh wow! They're kind of spirally. They got like seashell yeah. shapes. To so they them. look like sand dollars. Some of them do. And some of them look like starfish. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them look like green beans. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of variety. Yeah. A lot of variety in these things. I think there might be a screw in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And they're um and they're just sort of this they kind of occur sort of in this pattern. They grow kind of in this like snowflake type pattern almost. Okay. Um in, in the way the... that they grow. All right. And they're like little jewels uh-huh. almost. So that's that's really cool. They can be, uh, let's see, the size is pretty extraordinary. They can be um, ranging from more than three millimeters, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that you could see, mm-hmm. to less than one micrometer. Wow. Typically, 10 to 200 micrometers. Teeny weenies. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. Um, the stuff about this is what makes it so good at absorbing liquids is because they're, they're creatures that, that sort of grow in this snowflakey type of way. Mm-hmm. They're super porous. Mm-hmm. So they can suck up and filter, uh, a and lot. That's why they're used for filters. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, they say each deposit of diatomaceous earth is different, um, and you know sometimes there's different clays and minerals that are combined with them when you when you dig them up. Um, it was originally discovered in 1936 or 37. We don't know for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> by a German peasant. It's wild that they just like straight up call him a German peasant. Well, gosh, I wonder, was he like farming and came into pond a, a large deposit? He was of sinking a well. Oh, okay. As a matter, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. and that's how we found it. So most but of how the diatomaceous he, earth. Did he know all of its? No, I don't. I don't know how he how he sort of came to discover the the qualities of it, um, but. You know, after he pulled it up, they they found some pretty good applications mm-hmm. to it to it right yeah. away. I mean, it kills a lot of bugs, and it was mostly, I mean, for the first uh, they say until World War II, 
So from 1836 until, excuse me, World War One. Okay. This is a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So what is that? Almost a yeah, it's almost a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pulled primarily out of those deposits in Germany. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, there have been other deposits. Some are in uh, North America. There is some in Florida. There's some in Nevada. Um, <clears throat> but they're all over the world. Um, Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, Germany, Poland, um, <laughs> and the uh, the Isle of Wight in the UK is also is also where you find it. All right, so let's come back to the diatomite mm-hmm. name. Does everybody remember that? Patrick asked us to keep it in our mind. So early, early usage of diatomaceous earth um, was in 1866 when Alfred Nobel, oh. you know that name, mm-hmm. uh, the name behind the Nobel Prize, discovered that you could mix nitroglycerin Uh-oh. nitroglycerin nitroglycerin it's you could a mix mm-hmm. <laughs> you could mix nitroglycerin with oh, man, <laughs> with uh with diatomite uh-huh. to make it more stable mm-hmm. for for transport and use because nitroglycerin <laughs> man that's awful Nitroglycerin in, in its in its liquid form is famously unstable. Right. Um, diatomaceous earth stabilizes it, and he called his uh, he called his invention dynamite. What? And that's that. So from the diatomite, you oh, get dynamite. M G. Right, uh, and. Uh, Let's see. It's also an abrasive. Um, do you know why it's good in pest control? Why it causes index well, it's insects so teeny tiny little knives? <laughs> what it, it does slices yeah. them apart in horrible ways. Well, what it does is it is it is it punctures the waxy barrier. Mm-hmm. that insects have mm-hmm. to sort of keep their moisture balance in check. And so when diatomaceous earth uh, affects that waxy barrier, mm-hmm. it means that they become desiccated. They lose their ability to oh, to basically hold in the moisture that, that oh, keeps them alive. It's such a horrible way to die. I feel bad for using it. And that's the same thing actually with um, with slugs as right. well. I know. But because slugs are often found in very humid climates, mm-hmm. um, diatomaceous earth is, has a tendency not to be as effective in, mm. in humid climates because it's sucking up moisture, right. so it's not going to be as, as sharp mm-hmm. for for insects. Um, other places that you can... It worked well here, and we're pretty humid. Right, absolutely. And so in Bones, the... the the reason that it becomes the key clue is because it's also used as filtration. Right. And so how they discover the killer is the killer um, is they... Now, this is weird. This is this was a throwaway line at some point in the episode mm-hmm. where they mentioned he... Do they mention he breeds the killer breeds fish yeah. like who brings that up um somebody brought it up i'm trying to remember who oh the um stalker brought it up right but we don't see that it's like we don't see where he's breeding them right. it's not like a big point mm-hmm. uh but at one point they're they're trying to figure out okay there's diatomaceous earth on the skeleton embedded in the skull right where does it come from? Why was it there? They think there's a concrete floor, you know, sprinkled with it for what? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe pest control. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But after they strike out on the senator, mm-hmm. Bones is sitting. She's drinking. And she goes, fish! Right. Because she remembers filtration. Here's what I want to know. What? 
is when you buy a filter for a fish tank, mm-hmm. isn't it all encompassed? You just kind of put it in. You would, uh, yeah. So why is the diatomaceous about, earth on the floor? I don't know enough about about tropical fish filtration to. Yeah, I guess you know? we would have to do more research. It's 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 odd. I don't but imagine it you to would be on the floor. Yeah, did he like crush a filter on the floor and then clean know. it up? I don't know. You see, we see in the climax after we discover the diatomaceous earth to fish uh, connection, right? Temperance goes running out to to Ken the killer Ken's. Um, I guess like it's like a greenhouse mm-hmm. yeah tropical I mean, fish greenhouse it's a massive conservatory like it's a big glass addition was to the it at home. the senator's house or was that ken's house? well it, we're supposed to believe that it's ken's house and i don't know how he could afford a no, room like that, that. Seems, i mean and then seems like a when lot. you think about and the room is filled yeah with tanks yeah and those tanks are so expensive right right. and the upkeep is so expensive and then the fish yeah are boggling expensive so yeah there's i mean but you see that all the time in these kinds of shows where you're just like yeah that person's a cop and a social worker right and they live in a mansion right yeah that's not reality yeah 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 so but that's i think kind of the throwaway nature of this first case for them right you know i don't think there was a lot of there was a lot of thought put into you know right. how how this was well, and, going it's the, to end. and it's the pilot you don't know if it's gonna get picked up you know right you know we're not gonna spend so... the money on the researchers and say fact check this right nobody's gonna do that so it it winds up being that you know he he killed her with a hammer on on the floor and uh bones runs it because he's gonna burn it down i one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. of this episode oh this this is a great line prepare yourself folks go no, for it man. you can say it no <laughs> i can't remember it verbatim it's still a so, great line though i know what he's talking about but you guys, so she, she arrives at his conservatory and he's pouring gasoline on the floor and she looks through the window and says you can't destroy evidence Oh, that's right. I thought it was, hey. Oh, yeah, that's. Hey, you can't destroy evidence. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah I yeah, guess yeah, I am yeah. a good parent. You are better. You, you see, you should have said it. Yeah. Well, I couldn't uh, remember it at the moment. You had to say it first. Hey, you can't destroy hey! evidence. Hey. Like, you know, she just saw a little right. boy push somebody down. Right. Hey. And, and then she shoots him in the leg. Right. After she breaks in. Just like them. straight up assault at that point well i mean she didn't kill him and i guess she could argue self-defense because he was trying to burn well yeah but but she walked in there right so yeah he wasn't threatening her and what was the stalker doing there i mean he was now stalking do we i don't know i mean we just have to assume that that he's just now does he stick around it's just that she has a stalker i believe that he plays a major role in later episodes. Oliver does. If he's the same guy. But okay. it's been like right. a decade. Look, we'll Atticus keep an eye. Is 12. We'll keep an eye on him. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep, keep an, an eye, eye on Oliver. <clears throat> Make sure he doesn't do anything too too crazy. But that is basically episode one in a nutshell. Well, I do want to touch base on yes. one thing. Yeah. Um the funeral. Yeah. I've got some bones to pick. In uh-huh. our episode of Digging Bones. Um, first of all, like I know often um, law enforcement will show up to funerals if they haven't mm-hmm. solved the case to kind of just see who's there and yep. is anybody acting weird. And um, But do they show up after they've solved the case? <laughs> I... And and Seely does say that he became quite close with the family, but who... Sure. You know, the family's going to be like, who are these other nerds with him? Like, why is he bringing a party? (laughs) And then also, I've never seen people just put flowers on a casket like that. And maybe that's just the cultural thing. And Mm -hmm. and that's just something that my people have never done. But that was weird. But here's the real thing. Oof, this got me. The priest is still delivering his sermon 
and people are just walking around to put the roses on. Like you wait until the priest is done talking. You don't just wander, meander around with your roses and then and then just and like then, then just mosey peace off. out and walk away and then decide <laughs> to stop and listen for a second yeah. to stare at the family. Like yeah. that's not how funerals work. No. No. And they shouldn't. No, and and maybe they just never been to a funeral. I mean, you hadn't been to a funeral until my mother's, so yeah. Maybe they don't know how they work, but yeah, uh, yeah. folks, stand still during the sermon, please. I think we need to make that a regular feature. Um, Kitty's bone to pick <laughs> with bones. So we'll do that. We'll do that every episode. Well, I have another one huh. for this episode, yeah. um, and it's. Uh, when she is talking about her genius mm-hmm. and how she's, you know, all scientists have high IQs and uh, basic reasoning skills. There's a little line about that. And I just want to say, kids, you don't have to have a high, super high IQ to be a scientist. You just need curiosity yep. and motivation. That's very good. Yeah. Um, I have a bone to pick. Let me hear your bone to pick. They weren't wearing seatbelts. Motherfucker, what is up? That's the early aughts. Everybody <laughs> was wearing seatbelts You would have then. thought so. Not these guys. <sighs> Irresponsible. Uh... <laughs> Irresponsible. And you would think, after all the bodies she's seen and the way that you... I'm sure right. she has seen devastating right. injuries yeah. from car accidents. Yeah. She Just would know. Irresponsible. Um, also, oh, you had a question... A long time ago, I, I looked it up. The Jeffersonian, which oh. which does become a character in itself, yeah, is um, it was filmed largely at the Annenberg School at uh, University of of Southern California, USC. Oh, okay, and so they just put like Washington D.C. buildings in the background. Yeah, and most of it is filmed. Most of the series is mm-hmm. filmed in in. Um, California in LA. So uh the Jeffersonians is actually the Museum of Natural History in mm-hmm. LA. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I always wondered in the winter why yeah. nobody's nose was red. Right. And it may or may not have a shooting range in it for some reason. <laughs> well she could have gone off site for that. That's true, but then, you know, why did Booth show up? Because he just He's obsessed with her. All right. Following her around. And they only had 12 hours to figure it out. So he had to go get her, right? Right. Isn't that when they decided they were yeah. going to go roust him? Ah. Um, all right. I think we can we can wrap it up. Wrap her up. So, uh, yeah, if you have any, any comments, you can always reach out to us. Um, we're going to be putting this on, <clears throat> on our Substack uh, newsletter. Um, and sending it out that way. Yep. Uh, so if you have not subscribed, uh, you can you can find um, how to write a mystery with your spouse mm-hmm. um, on Stub- Substack, and that is married mystery, all one word dot substack dot com. Yeah. Um, and uh, I will post it if you follow me on, on Facebook or Kitty on Facebook I'll, I'll usually post it there mm-hmm. um, but the best way is to just go to Substack find it and um, and uh, subscribe and, yeah, and get... we already have a couple subscribers and yeah, you guys we do. thank you so much absolutely thank Holy you for cow. supporting us and, and reading so and sweet really you know we started this because we we needed to get going Mickey has yeah. been waiting for for far too long. She's been gestating for a little too long. To, Time we need to, to birth get the this story. Baby. We need to get the story going, and the best way to do that is to is to have a group of readers and and cheerleaders who um, can can not only offer subge- su- suggestions and support, but also um, keep you us know, accountable. Keep us accountable, and yeah. so crack the whip, y'all. So we uh, we hope that together, that's us and you guys, yep. that we'll be able to do that. Yeah, we don't mean to be giving you a job. Right. And, but... you know, we don't want to, um, we don't want it all to be about writing the novel, which is why we're doing this, yep. which is why we're doing this podcast, a little fun on the side. Yep. So please watch along with us. 
next episode we're going to go into episode two yep it's been a long time since either of us have seen it i mm-hmm. couldn't even I begin to imagine yes. so it'll be a surprise for everyone i mean there's some things we can imagine like a montage right. absolutely <laughs> there's going to be a montage there's going to be a big clue we'll learn about mm-hmm. next week yep um you know take care of your diatomaceous earth um <clears throat> love each other <laughs> Can you give us some pointers on how to care for your diet? I don't know. <laughs> and I think um, what I'd like to do is I'd, I'd, I'd like to end uh, each episode with a word of wisdom from, from this week's Bones. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can trade off, but great, um, great. I'll start this I know week. I got one for this week. Um, so Angela, as Angela says, and this, this will be what we'll leave you with um, on this first episode of Digging Bones. As as Angela says, people are mostly soft, except for their bones. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Nighty night. <laughs>